Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Alexa. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live. You are listening to us on Home of Southern Sports, WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. It is Wednesday. We've made it to the middle of the week. Happy Valentine's Day. Also, today is the day. Pitchers and catchers report Later on in the show, I'm going to have my baseball preview show for the 2024 season. Who do I think is going to win the World Series? Who is going to make the playoffs? All those predictions, you know, for a baseball show. Very fitting. We do have a great show for you as I'm going to talk about high school basketball, region tournaments, the GAPS playoffs, where we're going to be for Georgia Alabama Sports Live. I'm also going to talk about the NBA, what's going on in college basketball when it comes to upsets. And this is the third day after the Super Bowl. And yes, I still have some thoughts about the 49ers losing their third straight Super Bowl. I tell you, this is not going away anytime soon. And we do have some updates. The Steelers releasing Mitchell Trubisky. Brandon Ayuk once out of San Francisco. Columbus State Cougars and Lady Cougars in action. Today, it is Valentine's Day. We even have some high school baseball to talk about. And uh, I do have a special announcement here on the show. All right. We're going to go ahead and start the show with the breaking news that actually broke last night at the Calvary Christian game. Chambers County is going to be the name of the new high school. They have been talking for years about Valley and Lafayette merging into one high school. And there will be no more Valley Rams, and there will be no more Lafayette Bulldogs. They will be called Chambers County, and their nickname is the Falcons. And they've already revealed their school colors. It's got a little light blue and red and I really like the logo and trying to get some Chambers County gear. Now, they won't be official until 2026. They got to build the new school, and by then they'll have the new reclassification. I think they're going to go to 6A. This looks like a 6A school, especially when you're combining a 2A school in Lafayette and then a 5A school in Valley. You know, Valley used to be in 6A, so this really makes sense. And I'm just happy for the Chambers County area. You still got Lynette. You still got Chambers Academy. You still have Springwood. I mean, you have some great schools over there in Chambers County. And I know that a lot of listeners of the show are part of that community. So it's a good day. 
to be a Chambers County resident as the Chambers County Falcons coming to you in 2026. And I do have a special announcement on the show tomorrow. I plan on having Fountain City FC owners Gage Joyner and Jose Perez. We are going to go on Facebook Live, a question and answering session. Fountain City FC is the newest outdoor soccer team in Columbus that plays their games in the United States Premier League. And they do have a friendly coming up on February the 24th. We do have some NFL news as the Pittsburgh Steelers are releasing Mitchell Trubisky. Remember, he was the number two overall pick in the 2017 NFL Draft. He led the Chicago Bears to the playoffs. Remember the double doink against Philly? I thought the Bears had a pretty good team. I mean, they had some great weapons. and Plus, Matt Nagy was a very good play caller. Now he's the OC for the Kansas City Chiefs. And... You look at the odds on favorites to win the Super Bowl next year, yet the 49ers do have the best odds. The Chiefs have the second best odds. But there's really just some still hurt from that 49ers loss in Super Bowl 58 because they had so many chances to put that game away. I mean, they dominated the Kansas City Chiefs. They put up a stat. The first nine drives by the Chiefs, and the 49ers could not do anything. And it is absolutely embarrassing that the 49ers let the Chiefs win that Super Bowl. I'm still sick to my stomach. I just can't stop thinking about it. And I don't know if they'll ever get back and win the Super Bowl. It, this is really hard because the window closes very quickly. In this league. Now there's talks that Brandon Ayuk wants out. He wants to be the featured number one wide receiver. Well, didn't really work out too well for Alvin Harper in Dallas. Remember, he was the number two receiver behind Michael Irvin and he wanted to test free agency. He went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was a complete failure. What about Peerless Price? Peerless Price was the number two receiver. And uh, he wanted out. And uh, the Falcons ended up getting him with a big contract. And it didn't work out there. Uh, but I, I, st I still think that Brandon Ayuk is a number one. And he just happens to be with Debo Samuel. He's a different type of wide receiver compared to Debo Samuel. Uh, but I, I think it should work out. Uh, I think that the 49ers will run it back. Kyle Juszczyk, Trent Williams, they have no plans to retire and I think they might lose Chase Young. They might lose Javon Kinlaw. Talona Hufunga is going to come back. Hopefully Dre Greenlaw gets a speedy recovery from that Achilles tear. And the 49ers should be representing the NFC once again. Although I think that Green Bay, Detroit, the Rams, they're just going to be improved. And I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be improved, especially with two new coordinators. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot believe the NFL's done. I mean, we still have UFL football that is coming up. Hey, uh, Philip Jordan actually uh, reported this that Matt Corral, the Ole Miss quarterback, you know, that was injury prone. He was playing for the Carolina Panthers. They cut him. He is going to play for the two-time USFL champion Birmingham Stallions. How will the Stallions fare in the new UFL? They will take on the XFL champions, Arlington Renegades, 
in the opener, and I really want to see the Memphis Showboats. I really just love the city of Memphis. I lived there briefly, and they got some really good fans over there in Memphis. Hey, tonight, if you're not doing anything, at the Lumpkin Center, 5.30 tip-off. The Columbus State Lady Cougars in action against the Lady Lakers of Clayton State out of Ellenwood, Georgia. They are an in-state rival. The Columbus State Cougars are battling with Clayton State as well at the Lumpkin Center. Come on out to the Lumpkin Center. Herbert Green Court. Check out a Columbus State Cougars and Lady Cougars basketball game. And if you happen to miss them, because it is Valentine's Day and you're deciding to take your significant other out, they'll be back in action once again this Saturday at the Lumpkin Center. And really, we've had such incredible events that's happening all around the Fountain City. In two weeks, we will have the Hall of Fame induction ceremony for the Chattahoochee Valley Sports Hall of Fame. And I plan on being there in attendance. The Glenwood Gators head basketball coach, Dusty Purdue, is one of the inductees. We also have Del McGee that coached the Carver Tigers to a state championship in 2007. Monk Johnson, who played for the 49ers, the Spencer Greenwave. He's getting into the Hall of Fame. It's a really great class. I'm looking forward to it. The night before in Macon, at the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame, we got a brand new class for the 2024 class, including Joseph Wheeler, Sharif Abdul-Rahim, who played for the Vancouver Grizzlies, the Atlanta Hawks. He finally made the postseason with the Sacramento Kings in 2005. His son, Jabril Abdul-Rahim, plays for Georgia. His brother, Amir Abdul-Rahim, is the coach at South Florida, and uh, he led the Kennesaw State Owls to the NCAA tournament for the first time in school history. And then you also have Eric Berry, one of the greatest safeties ever that I've ever seen. His career was just cut short because of injuries. Chris Carpenter, a reliable pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals, just a big-time game pitcher. Uh, just a great class. I can't wait to see the 2024 class for the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame as well. This weekend at the South Commons Softball Complex, we've got the 2024 NFCA leadoff classic. All these incredible NAIA schools, including my alma mater, Freed Harbin University, will be participating in this classic five games in three days starting on friday 11 o'clock in the morning i mean they've got six fields going all at once including the big stadium where they have the naia world series so just giving you the schedule i mean you've got at 11 o'clock you got william carey taking on kentucky christian you got Georgia Gwinnett. They, they were in the NAIA World Series last year. They're taking on Weber. My alma mater, Freed Hardman. They're playing in the main stadium, 11 o'clock on Friday, against Coastal Georgia. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then uh, they're also going to be turning around and playing a game at 1 p.m. against Indiana Southeast. And some of the Georgia teams that are in this tournament, we got Coastal Georgia, we got Georgia Gwinnett. Thomas, 
out of Thomasville is in this tournament. And then, you know, they're playing some more games on Saturday. They do play Thomas. They do play Blue Mountain. You got Truett McConnell. They're also from Georgia. They are in this tournament. And then Sunday it wraps up uh, all the teams playing each other. Freed Harmon plays Kentucky Christian. And they really don't determine a winner because not everybody plays each other. They actually... If there's two teams that have the same identical record, they base it off of run differential. So they will declare a winner that way. It's the 2024 NFCA NAIA leadoff classic that starts on Friday. Hey, we also have the NCAA Division Three leadoff classic that's going to take place March the 1st through the 3rd at the South Commons Softball Complex. And looking at that, do I see LaGrange College? Uh, Barry. Barry is going to play in that. Uh, that is going to be great. Uh, DePaul, that's uh, where Mason Espinosa coaches football. But unfortunately, I don't see the one team that would really benefit from being in this thing. And that's LaGrange College up the road. They are NCAA Division Three, and they are not playing in this. Wow. That is very interesting. But look, my alma mater, Freed Harmon University, which I did a lot of broadcasting assignments with Freed Harmon when I was there. I even called play-by-play for a softball game, but mainly baseball, basketball, did some soccer. I try to give love to Freed Harmon University as much as I can on the podcast. I've even asked several coaches to try to come on the show. Uh, Their schedule just doesn't allow it and uh, I don't know if uh, I'll try again because uh, I just don't think that it benefits them to try to get on a podcast that's out of Georgia when Freed Harmon is out of Henderson, Tennessee. That's neither here or there. I will try again. Um, I'm still trying to get the Harding football coach, Paul Simmons, on the show. He actually texted me about a month ago and because of them winning the championship, and he is just constantly getting interview after interview. He just does not have time to come on my show, and I get that. I understand that he has got a busy schedule. Look, like I said before, I don't need guests. This is the third day in a row where I am doing an hour-long show, and I don't have guests. So that is what is going on with me. All right, we're going to go and take a break. Going to go pay some bills, and when we come back, I'm going to talk about high school basketball, region tournament, and playoffs. Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Playoffs? You kidding me? Talk about high school baseball, just everything, everything that's going on in the world of sports, including some big-time upsets in college basketball. And the Atlanta Hawks got a big game tonight against the Charlotte Hornets. They need to get up off the mat and uh, go do something. Come on. Let's get in that play-in game. And then I'm going to talk about all the local teams here in Georgia that are going to be having some big games in college basketball as well. You don't want to go anywhere. It's a sports beat with Richard Holdridge presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live. And we'll be right back. Yeah. 
Active Pest Control offers the best services and prices to protect your home, offering both monthly and quarterly pest control services, plus specific services like bed bugs, German roach, and flea control. Even if you can't see them, insects are all around you 24-7. Active Pest Control wants to be the first line of defense. Active Pest Control. Repair. Bond. Best termite coverage around. Active Pest Control. 34 Jefferson Street, Newton. 770-954-9941. It's the best in sports and entertainment. And get locked in and locked down with Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. with your host, me, Ryan O'Neill, each and every morning, right here with the best in sports and entertainment, all the way from professional sports to college sports to River Dragons hockey and everything in between, including some of the very best local and national guests. It's the Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, right here on 99.1 FM WQEE. After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Tune in each Sunday morning right here on WQEE 99.1 FM for the key for help from a high with Bishop Daniel Hardaway Sr. of Redemptive Life Worship Center at 9 a.m. Hear the word of God and soak it in. You can join us for our live Sunday service at 10 o'clock a.m. till 12.30 p.m. at Redemptive Life Worship Center at 2265 Highway 54 in Marlin, Georgia. Have a blessed week. And we are back here on the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live. Let's talk about what was going on last night in the Chattahoochee Valley. We're talking about high school basketball region tournaments, and we had a lot of teams that have clinched a playoff berth. But let's talk about the game that Thrip Barringer and I was at for the Gap's first round of the state playoffs. The Calvary Christian Knights were hosting the Hills Academy out of Conyers, Georgia. This was a very fun game. Calvary took the early lead in the first quarter, and the Hills Academy just has a very special player, and they got a really solid team. They win the game 68-65 despite T.J. Benson's 33 points. But the Calvary Christian Knights season is over. The Hills Academy will face Cherokee Christian in the Elite Eight. Meanwhile, the Calvary girls, they await the winner of the Keens Academy and Rock Springs Christian Academy as uh, they are playing. And I'm trying to get a score update. The Calvary Christian Lady Knights will be hosting an Elite Eight game this Friday at the campus of Calvary Christian. And guess what? You can catch that game on Georgia Alabama Sports Live as Noah Shelton, one of the newest members of Georgia Alabama Sports Live, will have the call. Friday, I plan on being in Noonan, Georgia. That's right, where this radio station is held on the campus of Heritage as I will be calling the Region Championships 
Hopefully the Pacelli girls and Pacelli boys can make it to that region championship. Pacelli is actually taking on Strong Rock Christian Academy in the semifinal on Thursday. But hey, the Brookstone Cougars, they got a big win over St. Mary's Academy 61-48. to And uh, they will advance to the other bracket, more than likely going to play Heritage. I'll have to look up that bracket. But uh, also, we had the Carver Tigers punching their ticket to the playoffs. They defeated Thomasville 69-32. to Carver is 20-4 on the season. And they will face the team that has beaten them twice in the regular season. They will face Doherty on the campus of Monroe down in Albany, Georgia, as that is where the region championship is going to be held. And congratulations to the Columbus Blue Devils. They have clinched a playoff berth. They defeated Crisp County 55-51. to Columbus is 17-9 overall, and they will take on Monroe, a team that they played them very close. I mean, Columbus can try to get more than just a number four seat. There's a possible chance that Columbus and Carver could be playing in the consolation bracket for the right to get the number three seed. And then Harris County girls, they get the 46-43 win over McIntosh. And Northside ends up beating Northgate. And so the stage is set. The region championship will be between Northside and Harris County. Northside got the 49-42 victory over Northgate. They will take on Harris County as that is going to be up in McIntosh, Peachtree City. The Harris County boys, they are in the playoffs as they beat Drew out of Riverdale. Harris County is going to take on McIntosh. They are the overall number one seed. Northside boys are going to be taking on Northgate. So the playoffs are set in that region. Now let's go over to 4A where tonight you got the Shaw girls who are in the playoffs taking on the undefeated Hardaway Lady Hawks. You also have the Carver Lady Tigers that are taking on Thomasville. So these are Wednesday region games. The Jordan Lady Red Jackets are going to be in action against Northeast. This game is going to be held at Central of Macon. And if the Jordan Lady Red Jackets win this game, they are going to the playoffs. We know that the Spencer Lady Green Wave and Green Wave have clinched a playoff berth. And they await the winners as Spencer is hosting the region championship. Spencer will take on the winner of Ace Charter and Southwest. Ace Charter defeated Kendrick as Kendrick's season comes to an end. Over in the 4A boys bracket, the Hardaway Hawks, after beating the Shaw Raiders on Monday night, they will travel down to Cairo to take on the Syrup Makers. They are the overall number one seed down in the Cairo bracket. Good luck to all the teams that are in the region tournament this week. 
And then good luck to all the teams that are in the state playoffs to include Central, Auburn, Russell County, Valley, all in the playoffs this week. We have the GHSA playoffs that's happening next week. Just a lot to cover here on the Sports Beat, and that's why I want to try to do this show five days a week without a guest, just a full hour talking about sports because there's so much to cover here on the show. Well, yesterday was the opening day for high school baseball, and there were some teams that were underway. Right now, the Columbus Blue Devils, the team that went to the Elite Eight last year, you remember the accolades, 12 baseball championships, the legendary coach Bobby Howard, Frank Thomas, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, the best athlete to ever come out of Columbus. And also, the Columbus Blue Devils ended up beating Harris County 5-1. to They turned around and they beat Northgate out of Noonan 4-1. to And so Columbus, it's early, but they are 2-0 on the season. Hey, the Hardaway Hawks taking on the Carver Tigers this Thursday in a doubleheader. First pitch, 4 o'clock. And so there's just so much baseball going on. Shaw is taking on Brookstone. Uh, we've got Pacelli that was taking on Flint River Academy. I'm not sure if they played that game. A lot of baseball games got rained out on Monday. Uh, but Columbus actually played their game on Monday because they do have a turf field. Uh, but I'll try to get more baseball updates as I go. The LaGrange Grangers got a big 12-2 win over Cedartown. LaGrange made it to the state championship two years in a row, but fell to North Oconee both times. Yeah, that has just got to be tough. But, you know, I'm excited about baseball coming up this season. All right, why don't we take another break? And when we come back, I'm going to air my 2024 Major League Baseball show. Today is the day. Pitchers and catchers are reporting as we speak. So you don't want to go anywhere. It is the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live, and we'll be right back. Wishbone Fried Chicken is back in a brand new location. 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A here in Noonan. Same great taste, the best chicken around, fish dinners. Open Monday through Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Dine in, take out, it's Wishbone Fried Chicken. Right next door to their former location, bringing you the best chicken around, so great. Wishbone Fried Chicken, 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A, here in Noonan. Hey, sports fans, it's Rod Peterson here, host of The Rod Peterson Show, inviting you to join us daily for two hours of Atlanta's funnest sports talk right here on WQEE. I say fun because it is. You've never heard a show like it because we make the listeners a part of the show every day between noon and 2 p.m. Eastern. You'll hear plenty of the best sports talk, including the latest on the Falcons, the Braves, and more. And who knows, you might even hear you. That's the Rod Peterson Show, daily at noon, right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Hey, sports fans. Weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern. Drive time. WQEE. Braves Country is a Southern sports talk show with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. That's Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. Weekdays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Help protect your family from flu this season by taking three easy steps. First, get yourself and your family a flu shot. 
It's quick and can protect you all season. Second, take everyday actions to help prevent the spread of germs like flu. Cover your cough, stay home from work or school if you're sick, and wash your hands often. Third, there are drugs that can treat flu illness. These work best when started early. Learn more at cdc.gov slash fight flu. Welcome back to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live. Today is the day. Pitchers and catchers are reporting to spring training. Let's get ready to play some Major League Baseball in the 2024 season. The defending Major League Baseball champions are the Texas Rangers, and great for the city. They win their first World Series in franchise history. And when you look at this upcoming Major League Baseball season, you got to start with the Atlanta Braves, who have been the class of the National League for the past six seasons. The Braves won 104 games last year. They lose to the Phillies once again in the same situation where they have home field, they split the first two games at home, and then they just can't win a game in Philly. They will open the season at Citizens Bank Park on March the 28th. That's on a Thursday, 3.05 p.m. I expect Max Fried or Spencer Strider to be the opening day starter. Let's talk about this Braves team in 2024 because are they the favorites to win the World Series? The Braves have got to be one of the top teams coming into the 2024 season. I know the Dodgers added Shohei Itani. I know that the Phillies have had a very good team. The Milwaukee Brewers have always had a good team. If you look at the standings from last year, the Padres are going to drop off a little bit because now Juan Soto's on the Yankees. Is this a year where we saw success in the regular season for the Cubs and the Marlins, but will they end up dropping off? Can the Arizona Diamondbacks make it back to the World Series? Remember, they only won 84 games last year, but they took on the Texas Rangers in the World Series. Are the Houston Astros still a dynasty? After all these years, the cheating scandal, the 2017 World Series title, and then winning a World Series in 2022. What about the Minnesota Twins? I mean, coming out of nowhere, winning the Central Division. Can the Baltimore Orioles and the Tampa Bay Rays duplicate what they did in the regular season? Is it time for the Toronto Blue Jays to make a big run in the East? Are the Yankees and the Red Sox going to be down at the bottom this year? There's so many questions, so much to get into. We always talk about the Mets underachieving, and they get big-time free agency. But it's really the Dodgers that everybody's looking at because of the acquisition of Shohei Itani. I also think a team that is going to improve is the San Francisco Giants. Now, not because that's my favorite team, but the San Francisco Giants every now and then start surprising people. I think that Logan Webb is still their ace. Let's go ahead and get right into the 2024 Major League Baseball season. We're going to start with some of the players to watch out for in 2024. We've already talked about the Dodgers acquiring Shohei Itani. He is not going to pitch this year. He is going to play designated hitter which means you still have Freddie Freeman over at first base. Mookie Betts, the MVP, the Dodgers are loaded. They're absolutely loaded. Clayton Kershaw is going to run it back. The Dodgers are all in. They want to win a World Series, but I just don't think they have the fundamentals 
to actually win a World Series this year. And Shohei Itani is not going to be one of those stars that's going to put the Dodgers over the top. The player I'm really looking forward to seeing is Juan Soto with the Yankees. The Yankees haven't won a World Series since 2009. The Yankees haven't even been back to the World Series. They've had so many playoff exits that were disappointing. And finishing in fourth place in the AL East has to be the most disappointing Yankee season so far. Juan Soto has a World Series ring with the Washington Nationals. It didn't work out in San Diego, but now Juan Soto playing under the bright lights of Yankee Stadium with Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. Should the New York Yankees be one of the favorites to make it to the World Series this year? After a disappointing 82-80 and 80 season, I mean, they were fresh off of Aaron Judge hitting 62 home runs the following year. And the New York Yankees lose to the Houston Astros in 2022. They really dropped off in 2023. I mean, this is a team that has won 27 World Series titles, but they haven't won one since 2009. And in the last... 24 years, they have only won two World Series titles. The last dynasty for the Yankees was led by the core four, Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada, Bernie Williams, and Mariano Rivera. But this year, they're going to have to rely on their ace, Garrett Cole, who went 15-4 last year with a 2.63 earn run average. Luis Severino has been a disappointment. Clark Schmidt, Domingo German, they had some, they, a lot of injuries on that team last year that, that caused them to miss a lot of starts. And I'm not completely sold on the bullpen. I mean, they whiffed on some big free agent acquisitions like Josh Donaldson. But you looked up and down this roster. They still have Anthony Rizzo. They still have Glaber Torres. I mean, getting Juan Soto... It really gives Yankees fans just a flash in the pants. But I think that the AL East is so stacked with talented teams like the Orioles, the Rays, the Blue Jays, that it is hard for the Yankees and the Red Sox to compete in a division like the AL East. Look, I know we are nostalgic people. The Yankees and Red Sox is the greatest rivalry in sports. And these two teams are so historic. But when you are a franchise that makes all the right moves like the Orioles and the Rays because they have great farm systems, you end up seeing the results being played out on the field. But the most surprising team from last year was the world champions. The Texas Rangers came out of nowhere and won the World Series. And I know that they do have some all-stars. Jonah Heim was an all-star catcher. You have players like Adolis Garcia, who had a huge postseason. Marcus Simeon had 29 home runs in the regular season. Corey Seager, he came over from the Dodgers, made a big impact. Let's be honest with you. The Texas Rangers aren't lighting the world on fire with their bats. It really was their pitching that stepped up when it mattered the most in that World Series. But everybody's picking the Houston Astros to win the AL West. The Astros have been the standard, and really players like Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve 
and you got Justin Verlander, you've got stability with a franchise that knows how to win, and they just fell up short in the ALCS. I mean, you're talking about a team that feels like they're the Kansas City Chiefs in Major League Baseball. A dynasty, winners of two World Series titles, and constantly making it to at least the American League Championship Series every year since their World Series win in 2017. But I'm excited about baseball. It's Valentine's Day, and this is really a love story for baseball fans. Today, pitchers and catchers report the first spring training game is going to be February the 22nd, and uh, I'm ready to see Major League Baseball starting the end of March. We'll have a bunch of spring training games, and then get ready And for all you baseball fans that like to play fantasy baseball, here's some of the upcoming rookies that could be breakout stars this year. Let's start with the Tampa Bay Rays, Junior Camarino. Looking forward to seeing him in a Rays uniform. You got Sedin Raffaella for the Boston Red Sox. Nolan Schoenel for the Angels, who still have Mike Trout. He could win AL Rookie of the Year. These are all-star caliber rookies. Evan Carter, he had a very good September. You know, he could help the Rangers get back to the playoffs. A lot of baseball experts think the Rangers won't even make the playoffs. I mean, imagine that. The defending World Series champions not making the playoffs. I mean, I don't think they're going to drop off like the 98 Marlins. But uh, that is something to say. Like, when you're the World Series champions and you're not even projected to make the playoffs are the Cubs going to have a bounce back year can the Cardinals go from last place to first place there's just so much going on Uh, the San Francisco Giants just signed Jorge Soler can the Yankees the break the record for the most home runs can the Phillies duplicate what they've done the last couple of years how about the Detroit Tigers can they feed off the energy of Michigan winning a national championship And the Lions make it to the NFC Championship. Can the Detroit Tigers try to duplicate what they've done when they went to the World Series in 2006 and 2012? Will this be the final year for the Oakland A's playing in Oakland? And are the Oakland A's on pace to become one of the worst teams in Major League Baseball? One thing's for sure, we know that there's going to be Possible two expansion teams after the 2024 season. They'll announce the cities. I think it's going to be Nashville and Portland. And then the Atlanta Braves will host the All-Star Game in 2025. Life is good. Love Major League Baseball. Now time for some predictions. I'm going to start in the American League West, where I think the Astros are the team to beat. Even though the Texas Rangers won the World Series, I think that the Houston Astros, because of their talent and their consistency getting to the championship series the last six years, is why they are the team to beat in the AL West. Now, the Rangers are going to be right on the outskirts, possibly sneaking in for a wild card position. Remember, there are three wild card teams, and I still just don't like that playoff format because you know you see a team like the Phillies that gain momentum, and they end up winning that series against the Braves twice in the last two years. But with that being said, the Houston Astros, 
I'm projecting them to win the American League West. The team that's projected to win the American League Central, remember the Twins won it last year. Can an up-and-coming team like the Detroit Tigers or the Kansas City Royals just come out of nowhere and win it? Probably not. I think that the Chicago White Sox are going to win the American League Central. But a team to look out for is the Cleveland Guardians. I think that the Guardians, who got so close to winning the World Series in 2016, uh, would like to get a bounce-back year and, and try to make the playoffs. The AL East is stacked. All five teams are going to have promising years. The Orioles won the division last year. The Rays were leading for most of the way. But I think the Toronto Blue Jays are the team to beat in this division. When you have guys like George Springer, Kevin Gosman, Vlad Guerrero Jr., the Toronto Blue Jays are stacked. And I would not be shocked if the Blue Jays made it to the World Series. In fact, uh, let me pick my wild card teams. Obviously, two wild card teams are going to come out of the AL East. It's going to be the Tampa Bay Rays and uh, the New York Yankees. I think the Orioles take a step back. I think the Yankees sneak in as a wild card team. And then my other wild card team is going to be the Texas Rangers. So those are my playoff teams in the American League. You got the Astros, you got the White Sox, you got the Toronto Blue Jays. And then the wild card teams are going to be the Rays, the Yankees, and the Rangers. All right, so that's going to be, I think the first two seeds are going to be the Houston Astros and the Toronto Blue Jays. The Chicago White Sox will be the number three seed. We'll take on the Rangers in the wild card round of Major League Baseball playoffs. And then the Yankees are going to be taking on the Rays. I think the Yankees end up winning that. Remember, it's a best of three series. So the divisional round games are going to be the Houston Astros taking on the New York Yankees. And I'm going to say the Chicago White Sox end up winning and they're going to take on the Toronto Blue Jays. A rematch of the 1993 ALCS. Oh yeah, I do remember that. I was rooting for the White Sox that year because I love Frank Thomas and Bo Jackson. They were both on that team. That was so incredible. So my ALCS, once again, the Houston Astros make it to the ALCS for the seventh time. Wow, this team just doesn't quit taking on the Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto Blue Jays win, and they go to the World Series. My prediction for the National League, let's start with the NL West. I mean, everybody's picking the Dodgers, right? I mean, the Arizona Diamondbacks was the team that actually beat the Dodgers, and they went to the World Series. The Dodgers are poised to win in the regular season just about every time. They won 100 games last year. The Dodgers are going to win maybe 103 this year because they have a great regular season team, but it, it's not adding up in the postseason. Clayton Kershaw is not a dominant postseason pitcher. He really never was, and I think the Dodgers are in trouble when they get into the postseason, but they're going to win the NL West. Uh, th there's not a team that's going to jump out and surprise anybody. I think the San Diego Padres take a step back. I think the Diamondbacks take a step back. The Giants might improve a little bit. They might get second place. The Colorado Rockies are just not a very good team. Now let's go over to the NL Central. And I'm sorry if you're a Rockies fan. I know that you would probably get mad at me for saying that. But yeah, the Rockies and, and the Pirates too. Pirates aren't a very good team either. So the NL Central. You could tell that I love baseball. The Brewers won this 
last year. Big shout out to Bobby Z, as he is a huge Milwaukee Brewers fan. And the Brewers look like they can repeat once again. But I think the Cardinals have a bounce back year. They go from worst to first. The Cardinals, which have really been the standard in the National League for the past 20 years, the St. Louis Cardinals end up winning the NL Central. And now, my prediction for the NL East. The Braves have won this six times in a row. There's a no change in my prediction here. It's going to be the Braves. Once again, they are the best team in the National League. They won 104 games last year. Ronald Acuna Jr. becoming the first player in Major League Baseball history with 40 home runs and 70 stolen bases. An incredible performance and they have the best pitching in baseball. I'm not biased because I live in Georgia and I root for the Braves. They're my second team behind the Giants. But they do have Max Fried and Spencer Strider, which is two aces that are not only all-stars, but you can throw them in games one and two in the playoffs, and that's very hard to beat. And also Chris Sale has still got a little bit left. He has been an ace. So the Braves have added... A third ace. And then you got the promising young pitcher, A.J. smith Shaver. I like Bryce Elder as a fourth starter. It was very unfortunate what happened with Jared Wright. But, hey, I think the Braves have got to be the team to beat in the National League because of their hitting. Not only Ronald Acuna Jr., but Matt Olson. You have a gold glove catcher in Sean Murphy. Austin Riley's bat is amazing. The fielding of Michael Harris II. Oh, this Braves team is going to be fun. And I do believe they're going to win the division. Here's my playoff predictions. So the three wildcard teams are going to be the Phillies, the Brewers, and the Cubs. I think the Cubs do sneak in to the wildcard playoff where they will face the Cardinals. This is the dream matchup everybody wants to see. Because the number two seeds are going to be the Braves and the Dodgers. And I don't know if the Braves are going to get home field throughout the National League playoffs. But those are the number one and number two seeds. Phillies are going to play the Brewers. And so I'm going to say the Cardinals end up winning over the Cubs. Phillies end up winning over the Brewers. Fingers crossed that the Braves don't have to play the Phillies in the divisional round of the playoffs. But... The Cardinals aren't a team that they want to play either. Because you remember the infield fly rule game in 2012? And then that series in 2018 where Fulte just blew it in the first inning. Whatever route you go, I think that it's going to be tough. But I think that, let's say they do play the Cardinals. Dodgers play the Phillies. It's going to gear up for an NLCS showdown between the Braves and the Dodgers. And this is really what everybody wants to see. This was the rematch of the NLCS in 2020 and 2021. And however you want to slice it, the Braves are going to have to play one of their playoff foes. But I think the Braves end up making it back to the World Series this year where they will face the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, yes. A rematch of the 1992 World Series where Otis Nixon tried to beat out a bunt and the Toronto Blue Jays, led by their manager, Cito Gaston, wins one 
of their two World Series titles. They won one in 93 as well with Joe Carter happily running around the bases. The Braves should win the World Series in 2024. Will they win the World Series in 2024? Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But they should be the favorites. If not, another heartbreaking postseason exit for probably the best team in baseball, the Atlanta Braves. Well, today is a very special day because pitchers and catchers have reported. And let's get ready to play some baseball, y'all. 2024 MLB season is finally here. All right, time for another break. And when we come back, I'm going to close out this show as you are listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live. And we'll be right back. At Jersey Mike's, they slice your order fresh right in front of you. And let me tell you, watching that can send a rush of emotions through a person. Excitement, impatience, baby-like wonder, indecisive, anticipatory chewing, nervous pacing, happy claps, and finally, jealousy, because that's this guy's sub. I should order one. Mm, Good idea. Sliced right in front of you. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above. When you really need something to get you through a long graduation ceremony, Trolley Sour Gummy Worms are there to give you a thrill. With varieties like Trolley Sour Bursting Crawlers, the worm's soft and chewy texture, surprising flavor combinations, and neon bright colors will give everyone a reason to celebrate. So when you want to notch the festivities up a couple degrees, Trolley Sour Gummy Worms are the perfect way for everyone to celebrate. Shop now for any trolley that crawls your way. This is Austin Black, and I am the host of Behind the Tunes. Have you ever wondered about the stories behind your favorite songs and the journeys of those that sing them? Each week, we invite you to go behind the tunes and step into the stories behind your favorite Christian artists that shape the landscape of today's music. Welcome back to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, presented by Georgia Alabama Sports Live. We have had a fun show. I can't believe that hour has flown by. I do want to say a couple of things before I sign off, and I get Braves Country HD with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. I'm sure he's excited that pitchers and catchers are reporting today. This is episode 792, and. I'm about to approach my 800th episode, and this show has really evolved because there were times I only did about a 15-minute show. There were times where I was just doing a show once a week. There were times I was doing a show three times a week. I went an entire year without having a guest. And then in 2022, when this show was first aired on WQEE, I had a guest lined up just about every day. It was a half-hour show. It was from 5 to 5.30. It was on right before Bryce Kuhn. And then it evolved to an hour-long show where I brought on guests. And it wasn't always perfect. There were times where I felt like the show was not going to be successful. And uh, I had to pivot. And I had to go back to my roots. You know, My ways of doing this show was based off of local sports dedicated to Columbus. I like talking national sports. National sports is fun to talk as well. But I wanted to stay true to my roots. 
And uh, that's why this show is successful, and that's why I enjoy doing it and uh, giving you what you want to hear. Don't forget that I'm going to have the Fountain City FC owners, Gage Joyner and Jose Perez, on the Facebook Live show that's going to air tonight at 9 o'clock, 8.30. For George Alabama Sports Live, we are going to have the final Coach Purdue basketball show just wrapping up the season with the Glenwood Lady Gators winning the state championship in the final year of the AISA. Thrift Behringer and I will have our Georgia-Alabama Sports Live show on Thursday. And then Friday, it's President's Day weekend as there is just so many events that's happening. I'm going to be up in Noonan calling the region championships and hopefully we can have some region championships for the Pacelli boys and girls as the GIAA playoffs will start next week. I'm excited about the GIAA playoffs because the championships are going to be held at Columbus State University. What an incredible venue to host the GIAA championships. And hopefully both the Pacelli boys and girls can play in that championship. That would be a lot of fun, and I would be excited about that. All right, well, that is all the time I have here on the show. I want to thank all my listeners. I want to thank all my loyal listeners who have downloaded the podcast, listened to me on the radio station, or just watched me on YouTube or Facebook Live. Just any way you can get your podcast, that's how you're going to listen. And uh, I really appreciate your support. And, you know, I, even though I said I wasn't going to have a guest on this week, you know, when people reach out to me and ask if they want to be on the show, I am excited about letting them be on the show. And so that's why I'm excited about having Fountain City FC's owners, Gage Joyner and Jose Perez. They've been on the show before, but we're talking outdoor soccer because unfortunately we do not have an indoor soccer team anymore in Columbus. And as outdoor soccer just continues to grow, it is the most popular sport in the world. I think this would be a golden opportunity just to get a good product out there. They play in the United States Premier Soccer League. I know it's not what we were hoping as far as going to the Civic Center and watching the Columbus Rapids. And yeah, that doesn't exist anymore. I mean, we just got to get over the fact that the Columbus Rapids no longer exist. Um, I still have all my Rapids gear. It's a little awkward. It does kind of feel like when the Thrashers left Atlanta in 2011. I had an Atlanta Thrashers t-shirt. I still wore it. I mean, I still love the Thrashers. But someday, maybe the Columbus Rapids come back. But, you know, rebranding it and calling it Foundry FC. Uh, there's a reason why I posted that meme of the guy with the flex tape. And uh, the guy was the NISL. And the flex tape was Foundry FC. And he was plugging it over a water spill from a gallon jug. And you cannot solve this problem by replacing it with another team that nobody, nobody in Columbus is going to support. And that's why they're not playing soccer right now. Because they can't figure that out. The NISL is still going on, by the way. The Albany Aces, I, yeah, I looked up down their roster. They got a lot of former Columbus Rapids on that roster. I mean, that's okay. They're playing in Albany. 
They did defeat the Tampa Bay Strikers the other day. You know, you still have four teams in the NISL. The new expansion teams, Magic City SC, Central Florida Crusaders. Actually, you got five teams. I forgot about that. The Central Florida Crusaders, uh, the Tampa Bay Strikers, Magic City SC, the Fayetteville Fury, which is the most successful franchise in the NISL, and the Albany Aces. I'm going to give the Albany Aces their flowers because they are playing indoor soccer down in Albany, Georgia. It's only an hour and a half away. If you want to see an indoor soccer game, just go down to Albany, Georgia, see the Albany Aces, and uh, you'll see some former Columbus Rapids on those teams. All right, that's it. That's our show. Thanks once again. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. I am out of here. Bye. Put one of those hash browns at the end, you know, like hash brown team Cobra Kai or something. And then send it to the internet. Hey, everybody, this is Andy Crispin. Join me this week for worship as I play two hours of the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. And this week, my special guest is Blake Goss of New Spring Worship. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making ways in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. For us, that scripture came alive because he did a new thing actually in an old place. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's worship with me, your host, Andy Christman. WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. Home of Southern Sports and Talk. Noonan, Sharpsburg, Franklin. The Baxters have a new first book. From number one New York Times best-selling novelist Karen Kingsbury, author of life-changing fiction, comes The Baxters, a prequel. The heart-pounding story of Carrie Baxter's wedding. Amidst family tension and the worst storm Bloomington, Indiana has seen in a decade. The Baxters, by America's favorite inspirational storyteller, Karen Kingsbury. Visit KarenKingsbury.com for more information. The Baxters, available now wherever books are sold. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You've been listening to another episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge presented by Georgia-Alabama Sports Live. You can catch an episode daily on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key Monday through Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. This is a podcast that covers local sports to the Chattahoochee Valley. If you would like to catch a replay of the show, you can download an episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.